Bring the beat down a little bit, then bring me in. Let's go. Alright, alright. You can turn me up a little bit more in the headphones. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never exist. Ain't no money for the rest. Folks, what's going on? Welcome to a new episode of Foreside. This your boy Arden talking to you. Yeah, yeah, and it's your boy Wills. Episode 48. Damn, we getting up there. Two away from 50. I like that. Yeah, that's Hope all is well with you guys, man. We appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening to the last episode. The the love you guys showed was super dope, man. The retweets, the Thank comments you. I saw. Obviously, you guys welcomed us back with open arms. That's one way to come back after an extended break. I know a lot of artists out there wish they could have what we had, even at our level. I'm just going to be honest with you. Of course, man, give us an honest review on iTunes and SoundCloud. I saw that you guys are starting to review us. We got about a handful of ratings so far. I think close to all of them are five star, which is pretty wavy. Follow us on Instagram at Pod, And just know, man, we're gonna continue working and doing what we do, but make sure you do those things because they are essential as a viewer of Forside. First things first though, Wills, how are you doing, my brother? I'm good, bro, I'm good. What's, uh, what's the news? What's uh, popping? Nothing really, just been working, tired. I ain't gonna front, man. I, I felt, I felt the way after Monday night, man. Right. I, I was at Monday night. Oh right. yeah, I seen, I seen you, I seen you snap so late because I snapped you. Yeah, <laughs> you left me on delivery. Nah. I felt hurt. I felt hurt, bro. I'm trying to take I, in this moment. I wasn't even on snap, like, <laughs> you know, since snap changed. So yeah, I, I only go on it for like if I post something, and I don't even like go on after I post something. So I didn't even see it or whatever until like the next day, and I kind of felt bad. I seen it so late. I'm like. Plus, I was trying to get you some exclusive clips, man. Yeah, if you wanted know, to be like, oh, oh snap, chill. Yeah. I was trying to get my just due. Credit me. <laughs> but it was dope. I got to say, man, it's being at a wrestling event again, it, it felt good. It felt great. Like, I, I was reminded of how much fun it is to attend. Like, I got off the four train right off the bat at Barclays, and I saw two dudes with championship belts. Like some of the toughest, most street dudes. One of my men, my, my man's a short Spanish dude, had the United States title, a belt size around his shoulders, while also carrying the money in the bank briefcase. I said, God damn. He was trying to let you know that he was a citizen and got money. <laughs> and it was like going, like, as soon as we stepped into Barclays, the uh, first thing I hear, woo, woo, all of that stuff. And everybody's getting hyped. Everybody's dressed up, tooted and booted. Yeah, I know, I know this girl that went to every single event. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. She's a huge, you know, huge man. Like, she went to every event from like Thursday mm-hmm. to uh, Tuesday. My <laughs> boy who's a wrestling writer, he was, he attended, uh, he took his, he took his girl to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And it was just fun being there. Like I, I, like I had some good seats. I think I spent like a little over 110 on it. Like I was lower level, right by the Titan Tron. Yeah, I seen that. That was like I was gonna ask you how much you paid. Yeah, I literally I think to be exact, it was like one seventeen and some change. Stubhub, Stubhub, and it was dope. Like get there, you feel the vibe. You see like the little uh, dark match thing. It was like Rhino and uh, 
mojo and then the show starts and Reigns come out. Hey man, I gotta say, I got a nice little piece about Roman Reigns come out because I'm on the bandwagon. I, I like it. I'm not on the bandwagon. I never hated on him, but I think I was kind of like indifferent. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm there, I'm seeing it live, and I'm like, I think he has it. Now I'm starting to, I'm starting to um, respect him or whatever. Before I didn't. Well, it's not that I didn't have respect for him. It's just the way they were booking him. So I couldn't even say it's home or whatever as a person. So the way they were booking him and everything, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, but I'm starting to give it in. He, he's making me. He he has to. I think stop booing him. Yeah, he has it. Oh, the dudes next to me weren't. Oh, they were tight. It was funny because it was kind of like the John Cena epidemic. You have these little girls in front of me. They're cheering and going nuts. And then the dudes in the back are like cursing. <laughs> Roman sucks. F you, bro. You don't deserve a belt. And these little girls keep looking back at him like, and I swear, and I'm just there recording like, yo. <laughs> That's like when I went to an event and these little boys behind me were going crazy for John Cena and I didn't like John Cena, so I'm one of I'm one of the guys that's screaming, Cena sucks. Yeah. You know I mean? These kids are going crazy behind me to the point where they were just outpowering me. So I was like, whatever, you got it. <laughs> you got it. You got it. I don't uh, want no smoke, man. Cena Nation. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like super dope to see Reigns on the back. Uh, seeing Finn, man, was great. Because I was at that SummerSlam where Finn beat Rollins and got hurt. Yeah. I was there. I was, yeah, I was there. I saw that. And. Yeah, and but the whole show, man, the whole show was like in person was good to see, just because the energy, it's seeing like, Triple H, son, seeing the game, first time ever seeing Kurt Angle in person, and then seeing Strowman in them. And yo, I gotta say too, man, y'all other tag teams, y'all don't want to smoke with the B team. I'm B team out. Oh yeah. B team, B team, go, 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 yo, I'm in. I'm rocking with B team. I'm rocking with them, dog. I'm glad that they didn't take the belts off. I thought they were gonna be like yeah. a one and done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm liking it. I'm liking it. But and and that's all I have to say. Oh yeah, man. My chips will be spent to go to WrestleMania again next year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in there. Oh, I'm in there like tight under. I'm in there. I'm going. It's super lit. And again, shout out to all the fans there that uh, that I met there. Good folks. The wrestling community. When you're there, such a great thing. Take the family, take your old lady, take your children. It's a, it's a wonderful place to be. It is. It's really dope. My friend, my friend went too, and he hasn't. He's been wrestling fan like as long as us. He's older than us too, but he never went to an event. And his first event, he went with his um, girl to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He was like, it was dope. It was a dope experience. Seeing Ronda, it was, it was all dope. It was all dope. So we definitely gonna get back to that and. 10 more events in the near future. But to kick off the show, man, I, I, I gotta say as a creator, especially one that's independent, especially one that's passionate, and also as a, as a listener of this podcast, I'm, I'm very excited for these guys, man. And in case you didn't know, on uh, Wednesday morning, right when the Joe, right when the Joe Budden podcast was, you know, releasing their newest episode, it also came out that the boys finally got the bag. They, they finally teamed up with a big backer. Um, the Joe Budden podcast starting on September 12th will be uh, aired exclusively on Spotify. And uh, so you already know they got a nice little bag for that because it's going to be two new episodes a week, Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, it's not even necessarily like 
the dynamic of what they have to do has changed. It's still going to be the same Joe Budden show. Rory, Maul, yep, all of those guys, and Parks Crib still going to be the same. It's just two new episodes, which is great, and you on a bigger, you know, uh, platform. And it's well-deserved. And, and I had to say, like, of course, as a listener, I was happy, but again, like, as a creator, and, and I would love for us to, you know, dabble into this, I was happy because it's like, we're in a time, man, where a lot of creators of whatever it is, a lot of people are lowering their morals, their standards in order to get the money, in order to get the fame. They're selling themselves short. They're doing a lot of things that to me are negative. So when I see genuine dudes who stuck with it, who uh, didn't necessarily jump at the first opportunity, so which is another thing too, man, and that's something that, you know, even when I think about our own podcast, it's definitely gonna be something that we may run into where we may run into opportunities that may be great financially speaking, but it may not really be the best for us, even though it'll be great to get a bag. And I think it's just a true testament to, again, like being real and, and being patient because patience is key. Like we, we, we're living in a time where before I pass it to you, bro, where everybody gets so caught up in microwave success, the folks who are popping off quick and yet we forget that a lot of those people that we saw pop up quick disappeared, are gone. Are gone. And it, 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 it really, it really stuck with me when I think about it. So again, man, that's why I want to say congratulations to those guys, man, at the Joe Button Podcast. It's what you guys just did, man, for independent creators like myself, Wills, and others. Trust me, it's huge. Motivation. Motivation. Real, it's like motivation. It really is, cause it's like, especially for us, cause. Dudes that started off in Starbucks, mm-hmm. to Barnes and Nobles, yep. to the music studio, yep. to the spot we're at now, this mm-hmm. beautiful place. Yep. Like we've been doing this for about two years, mm-hmm. and this is the first year where people are like really starting to like recognize us. People are hitting us. Yeah. Interviews like Nuts. we're not going our, out of our way mm-hmm. like we used to. Mm-hmm. So it's like. You gotta trust the process. Not to sound like I'm playing for the 76 <laughs> But you do have to trust the process. You got I, to. And I trust our process. I feel like we're gonna make it to the top. I do too, man. And, and that's why like, you see other creators and other people doing what they gotta do. It, it honestly serves me as motivation, bro. Like, I've never been the type to be super jealous of others or envious of others. Like, am I curious at times? Of course. but. Curiosity is one of the main factors of, of human nature and life, but it's just, I see how people get on, I see what people do to get there, and it's just a matter of studying them and seeing how they do it as I look towards whether it's my own path or my path for others, like with Will's here, and just seeing how when we get to certain points all our way to the top, it's how you want to handle it. And this is a really big thing, like it goes beyond folks, oh man, like, bigger platform, more episodes. It's just about the fact that even networks and bigger backers are understanding that realness wins. The connection with the people wins. That is what matters most. It's not about certain metrics. It's not about these false claims and, and, and ideas that keep flowing the circus. Like, and we've seen that, and we, we're not gonna talk about this particular artist yet, um, unless we have the audible, but it's it's just a matter of like you start seeing what happens to people when they keep thinking about the wrong things and they go about it the wrong way. And Joe Budden and those guys they went about it the right way, 
and they got what they deserve. So I just really want to give a big salute to Joe, Rory, Maul, Parks, and Ian, man, for real. That's you guys did a clap for me in that regard, and I really do appreciate it. And I also want to give some shout outs to as we continue, obviously talking about the culture we love and hip hop and stuff. I, I do want to give a shout out to my boy Jack Harlow for his latest project coming out last Friday, Loose, Fire, Fire Ninth Grade. That boy's going to be some, I'm telling you, he's going to be nice. If you haven't heard about him, he just signed with Atlanta Records. Atlanta know what they're doing in that regard. So you need to check him out. And let me say this too, bro. What is the hype, right? Because I heard slime language like everybody else. What is the hype with Gunna in particular? What's going on, boy? Oak is in the building, man. Everything <laughs> good? Everything good? Got my guy here. Oakman Winthrop. My man's in the building. You know what I mean? Joining us on the show. What's up? What's up? What's up? We good, man. We good. We off to five start. Good start. But yeah, again, bro, like, why is it we have a new obsession with Gunna? I don't have an obsession. I like his appearance on Slime Language. He's, I, I think, honest, um, I was talking to my friend, which is a girl, and, um, <laughs> which is a girl, <laughs> just to clarify. Yeah, and she, um, like, is in love with him now. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. And then she tells me, I don't know, it's just something about his voice. Mm-hmm. I think it's like his voice and his his flow was a little bit different from everybody. He was on the Travis record, right? Ashero? Yeah, no, he, yeah, he was on there. Was, was, Open and verse, right? He lied. Yeah, and Travis used his flow. He floated on that. Yeah. He dope. So I don't understand why you don't understand. I'm getting <laughs> on, man. There's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of raps, a lot of little whatever unique names that I'm just hearing on the timeline, and I'm like, I don't know this person, but and I'm just getting to him. It's cool, guy. But I like Gunner though. Funny, you know, I, tweeted, um, I think he's going on tour with Travis, by the way. He is. And Shaq West and a couple other guys. Should be there. Shorts in the building. Shorts oh, in yeah. the building. Mr. Consistent. Do you still go by all real flags, sir? Oh, that's not a big Okay. <laughs> it depends on the socials. Depends on the socials. Well, man, it's some good stuff. But we've been joined by two special guests, man. Two special guests. Oakland Wind Rob joining us and we got shorts on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, yeah, these yeah, two yeah, 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 yeah. these two, you know, as 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 honest as as honest listeners of, of hip hop and, and, and the culture and folks who pay attention, it doesn't matter if I if I'm in a room by myself or if I'm in a room with them or thousands of other people, if I'm gonna talk about artists on on a grand scale, right? And I'm not, I'm talking literally on a grand scale, I'm talking worldwide mm-hmm up-and-coming folks who, who getting a job done, I'm, go, I'm going to mention these two very quickly. Appreciate because that. It's, Appreciate that, bro. Because there's, there's a lot of artists who I've spoken to over the years, man, and casual conversations or folks that I'm, I'm near and dear friends with. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I try to tell them that if you want to find yourself in a better position in your career, if you want to just make progress and do what you got to do, I keep trying to tell folks one of the biggest things is consistency. Mm. Consistency is key, and and and, and I gotta say, man, uh, a lot of you up and coming rappers, whether I know you personally, if I see you on the timeline, a lot of folks act and maneuver in a way as if they just dropped their major debut project and then they go ghost for a year or two. 
And and in my opinion, I don't rock with that. I feel as if if you drop something and it, and it gets something, you need to follow up and you need to build on that just because there's so many people in the field, in the game, trying to get attention. Everybody's fighting for spots and attention that you got to understand what it means to build on it. Maybe it's my creative mindset since I'm coming from a different field, but I also know it's worth for me. You know what I mean? Like in terms of just what I was able to do. And these two guys to the right of me, open shorts, I mean, I can't remember a time where they've had extended stretches of no content out, especially no content that, that, that wasn't high quality like they do. And I really mean that. I'm just being for real. Appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Yeah, he's, yeah, definitely. But um, it, it, like I, I, I respect that so much because I put, or we both stress uh, consistency so much. That's definitely like something we put emphasis on. Like, no matter what's going on, keep going, keep yeah. grinding, and just keep getting. Like, just keep working. Just work through all the madness. Because like we all go through nonsense, like that we have no control over, and maybe we do have some control over, but not that much. And it's just like it, it, it's it's a lot sometimes. Sometimes it, it it takes your focus off of the music or and off of your your end all goal. So it's it's just like yo, just work through it. Work through the the, the stress. Work through the the beef. Work through the adversity. Whatever it is, whatever's thrown your way. So and it's definitely something that has to be highly recommended. I appreciate that for real because it's just I'm <laughs> because I mean, Will he's going. Yeah, he's going um, yeah, because you guys have really been doing something, man. In the world, you've seen it up close, man. Just you, you around a lot of artists yourself. Uh, a lot of people come to you, and it's you. You know it as well, dude. Like you yeah, know, it's why a lot of them they're very work. consistent. Like they don't stop. I don't think there's been a moment for the past two years that they have. You scaring me with that comment, Dan? Because I didn't. I didn't. If that's facts, that's hard. The thing is, for the past two years, there hasn't been a month when y'all haven't dropped anything. For me personally, I'm not good. You think so? For me personally, I'm gonna go at least a year. That's true. Six months. Yeah. It's waiting every month. Something. Music related. Videos. And and I was happy with that too, man, because like even like let's say start with shorts, like. To me, what you did, especially with the freestyles and remixes, was great. Because this is another thing, too. Like, I had a very close friend as well who was making a nice come up with doing remixes on YouTube with the covers. And me and him would talk about it all the time. And I'm like, bro, you got to understand that this is not defining you. This is something that's helping you get along, that's getting the attention on you and you building. It doesn't define you. I'm like, there's a lot of cats who's doing the same thing and they're using it as a way to help them out. And plus, in the culture we grew up in, it was like, in a way it's like 2K, like a badge. Like you wanted to be known as the dude who body remixes. Like your, your favorite, one of his greatest parts of his legacy in Wayne is the fact that he body remixed at the Everybody remix to where, for remix. to where, to where it's like, you wanna be, it's like you cool for knowing that. My my favorite, my favorite, known for yo. If you hop on somebody's song and you remix it, you wanted to be like, yeah, that's his song now. Yeah. And he messed it up because he let it. Oh man, this is just what I do, and people know me for that. And he got away from that. And I'm like, with you, shorts, it's like you understood, like yo, 
I can have my own take on it. I'm gonna do what I do. I'm gonna kill it. And there's been certain records that is like I hear your version of it, and that version sticks out to me more than the original. And I'm being serious because it's like it's a unique take. It's different, and then you're able to move on, and you're able to not let that define you because your original stuff is still a one. And you've gotten to that point as well. You the again because you everybody here knows my favorite. Everybody knows my guy. The, 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 I was I was gonna I was gonna I was gonna have some problems if you ain't killed the free smoke. <laughs> Even though I don't like the free smoke record at the moment because I felt like he you know why because I felt like he lied to me during the whole Drake pusher thing because he was rapping some things about the free smoke. But you body that and then you kept on having that balance, man. And I feel like artists once again gotta know it's not about what's defining you. Understand that that's your vehicle. What you gotta do and keep it pushing. Mm-hmm. A lot of upcoming artists is frustrating me, man. I'm like, I really want the best for them, but it's like, oh, you, you're missing the point. I know. You're missing the point. How are you guys able to see that through, though? Especially for this ride you guys been on the last few years, man. What specifically? In terms of just being able to balance when you're making this music, the balance between, all right, we're gonna do these remixes and yet do your originals and yet still feel as if you're well, one, so authentic. One, one thing that's good about doing remixes and jumping on shit is like you getting your repetitions because you don't want to get your repetitions with your songs that you're trying to like develop to, to go go into a project or go to be part of something because <laughs> if it's not popping, it's a waste of time. So you want to get your reps. At least I'd rather get my reps on somebody else's beat. It might be hit, it might be missed, but I'm working and I'm staying consistent and I'm exercising that, that, that the, the, the tool, the, the, the mechanics, you know what I'm saying, of writing and, and having content, especially if you attack somebody else's beat um, with, with, your own, with your own style and you, take, you put your own take on it. So you're still being creative within within that remix, you know what I'm saying? It's not just like All right, I'm a rapper, somebody's beat, boom. So you just you just working and like you said, just practice. It's just yeah. practice. So then when it's game versus the actual game, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like you play around on those freestyle beats and shit like that. And then when it's time when you got an original, like whatever you gain from messing around over there, bring it over here. That's how you define your sound. What was the process oh, behind Oakland, this, this last project? Of creating it? Yeah. Um, it was, going into it, it was like, you gotta, like, let's just get you back. Let's just work. <laughs> let's just get you back in the mix. Let's get some songs yeah, out. Let's, let's just grind and, and exercise, so to speak. And then um, we kind of let it create itself. And I say we, because, it, it you know, we, it, me and a few others, like, you know, we spoke about it and we worked on it together. And um, we just, we let it create itself. It's like create music, go in and create music. And obviously as you're creating music, you're looking for themes and you're looking for um, meaningful shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you, you just you just have fun with it and enjoy yourself. And that's honestly, that's kind of how I went about it. I didn't overthink it and try to have this big blueprint. It's like, nah, I'm gonna create. Um, and then once you get a couple of songs in, you start finding themes, you start, hearing sounds and, and it, it just comes together if you're consistently working, especially if you're consistently working before you go into project mode. You know what I'm saying? Now you're in project mode, so it's like, all right, I just gotta create and I had, I've been working, so now it's like, I just have to make it my own. What's going on with you? What are you seeing? What themes are you seeing constantly? You know, like what, what's what's in your mind? What are you thinking about? Take the, grab that, grab that thought, make it a theme and then make it a song. 
you know. So I don't, I don't know. Sure. So what about that? But that was a process for me. When you was making uh, part two, so long story so, short, um, it was similar to the to um, like what Oak was saying about just creating, um, and then it just kind of jailed itself. If you get what I'm saying, because you're not forcing anything. So and what what always helps me is um, skits. That helps me like create a storyline. Yeah, you, you're big fire. into that. Fire, skip this fire. I told you that the other day. I definitely <laughs> told you that. <laughs> I feel like that should really help me like put like that's the icing on the cake. What weapon? Like ain't no telling what the skit's gonna be, but nah, it was fire. That's one of the most. Yeah, let me rephrase that, bro. Let me rephrase that. It was fire. No, I agree. It was. It was like a story. Word. Hence the title, like real shit. So. You put it. You put it together real smooth. And then shorts is like a like Vince McMahon. He don't watch wrestling, so he really knows. That's what I'm like. That's what I'm like. He runs the whole shit. Yeah. But oh, uh, it's just the way he thinks. Like Vince McMahon. Like I like, like that uh, comparison. I'm taking it. Like Vince McMahon. You know how Vince McMahon just they just had SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. He already knows what he's gonna do for the next SummerSlam. Yeah, of like course. Like I was Thinking a, a year or two one. years in advance. When he did part one, he was already booked. Like, he already knew what part he wanted two. to do in part two. Right? So it's just like, I feel like it's a lot of big shit. Right? Yeah. And, that's, and that's pretty big with, with uh, I think it's also big, and I also think it's rare. You know, like, how many artists we could think of made, like, let's say, like, two or three projects in a row where you could tell there was a certain theme that connected because it seems like for artists, they make a project and it's like they did all of this work to build up towards this project and then it's like, all right, I'm starting from scratch. And that could lead to delayed releases, it could lead to years in between. So I just think it's, I'm asking Finding because like- a new crew, Developing a new fan base if you change too much, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. You think about Kendrick, when he went from, um, what was before? Uh, before Damn? No, not Damn, let's drop back to- uh, it was good kid, and then yeah, the pimp, the pimp of butterfly. Like he made an extreme change when he went into that project. So, and a lot of people's like, now nah, I'm not fucking with this. I don't know if we can do that, but I'm not messing with this. Nah, so, oh, I, so that just to your point, like definitely, that's that's something you got to be careful about. But go ahead, continue what you're saying. No, I was I was asking that just for just to get feedback because I think even just in general, I just, I just don't think there's a lot of artists who do that. It's just a matter of all this work that's built up for a project, and then it's start from scratch. It's not, hey, I'm gonna make this project eight songs, so yeah, even though I'm going through the process of it, I gotta make sure this project is setting the table for part two. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think that's very weird. That's why I miss... That's what's pretty cool about that's this series. What? That's what's pretty... Well, you can speak on that, but that's actually what's it's pretty unique. dope it's about this series, yeah. Especially if you if you, if you you call part two, you have to be saying to yourself, like, well, yo, what's, what's three about to be about? Like what's, and he's giving you like him. He's really giving you him. He's really giving you chapters of him. So that 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 shit is that shit is pretty dope. Yeah, um, I was I was like wondering what you were gonna do for three like skit wise. The first one you had. No, your I'm, mom. Not, I'm not gonna front. I'm kind of stunned, but I got some shit. I got mm-hmm. some shit. I'm gonna think the first one you had your mom. This one you had your dad. I'm probably gonna do my elders some some way. Just don't give it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, didn't, I didn't want him to say it either. Yeah, but I'm like, saying, like, you know, give I me all that. I, I leave everything on the table. You're gonna find out anyway. Mm, true. Because so. I'm. And it might change. Maybe yeah, I just yeah. said that just to say. Throw us off. 
Um, I think it's dope uh, that what Cole Cole has done in his in his last three, really four projects. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if I'm reaching with four, but mm-hmm. you want to talk about kind of reoccurring themes? Yeah, Cole has been like pretty consistent with that and really feeding his fans and giving his fans what he wants. But yet he he's still been like developing and becoming a better artist. You're 100 right. So I think like when you when you talk about themes and 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 and. and just staying cohesive, like Cole has been really dope with that with his projects, in my opinion. Um, and, and another thing I wanted to touch on too, like he's he's so much, my bad, sorry to cut oh, you. Man. He's 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 a lot doper to me now than he was two albums ago. And I oh, messed yeah. with him heavy two albums ago. It's not even so much about the music. It's just like when you look at your body and work mm-hmm. and your collective, it's like nah, you you dope, bro. I'm like my bad. His mindset. I slept a little bit. Yeah, his mindset. Cole is yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, KOD is probably my favorite album of his. I feel like it. I feel like it bodied for your eyes only, and I feel like it definitely. I feel like it definitely beats Four Souls Drive up quite a bit. And I really like Four Souls Drive, but Four Your Eyes Only was considered like like a quote unquote downer by the masses, and he like had an incredible bounce back. Yeah, yeah. With with, with uh, KOD, but one thing I, I really want to ask you, Oak, is because of the fact that. You know, with this project and what you was doing over the last couple of years, in a way, you reinvented yourself. Mm-hmm. You, you changed your name, you added extra elements and, and factors into what you do now that, to me, is definitely different from the days of when you were loose cannons. Mm-hmm. And when we think about rap in general, one of the biggest examples of a reinvention is 2 chains. Mm-hmm. From, from Titty Boy, that's like the number one mm-hmm. example. And how could you explain the the change that you made? Because it goes beyond a name change. Oh, too. Yeah, definitely. I noticed a, a different. I noticed a different energy and sense of urgency with you. Yeah. Since then, over the last going on two years. Mm-hmm. So how could you explain that? Well, um, like as far as the loose cannons era, like I feel like. I love hip hop and, and the era of hip hop that I was kind of like raised on and influenced by. It was very competitive. It was it was high like the the stress and the emphasis was put on lyricism, put on like having a certain certain character, being a, being being a certain type of person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And moving like a man and just being very masculine and not like not doing too much. Like it was almost like you, you had to stay in the box, but just be dope within this box. So when I like when I was doing the loose cannons work, it was it was always about yo. I'm, I got to show everybody. Like I got to be the best. I got to show cats I'm better than everybody. Like that's all it was about. And that's oh, every 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 situation I, I walked into. That was my thought process. Whether it was a feature, whether whether it was a cipher, or just even creating a project. I'm like so focused on the bars. I'm not focused on making music and like allowing a person just to flow and enjoy the music. It's just like bars. I got to get bars. So. Um, I feel like I got lost in that, and um, I've had a lot of great experiences and learned a lot from working with um, various artists and, and, and just everything you can think of. Every role someone plays, you know, I've worked with a lot of different people playing that role, and there's just a lot of complications that comes with it, especially at, like at the time, I wouldn't always speak up and, and put the emphasis on me and what I wanted to do, so you get lost in a lot of the, 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 the miscommunication and drama and you, you through that you don't you 
you can't produce <laughs> what you want to produce mm. and you're not producing what you want to produce what you want to produce so um, that doesn't happen for, I guess to everybody but that was happening to me um, so it was nice to after I removed myself from music and kind of took some time off even though I was still writing it was dope to go back into it where it's just like yo I'm doing whatever I want to do and I'm making sure I have fun like no matter what the situation is I'm making sure I have fun with this shit and I'm making sure I do whatever I want to do like I don't care you're securing yourself yeah but I, I also like I've always wanted to do some not not out of the box but shit people wouldn't see me doing you know what I'm saying like just, just push the envelope and try different things <laughs> Nothing. Just let me just chill. Um, everything good. Everything good. Um, I ain't gonna blow myself up. But um, yeah. So when when Oakland went through, I came like when I came back as Oakland went through, it was just like yeah, I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this, and I'm gonna work real hard, and I'm gonna and, and I'm, I'm gonna do me. Like I'm if 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 I'm feeling it and it makes sense, I'm, I'm going with it. It's that simple. So I'm not gonna overthink shit if it makes sense you know the, to me I think if I had to pick a song that shows like your evolution especially from trying to go from hardcore lyricist to all around artists mm-hmm. who could understand when to pick their spots and when to let things flow it's my favorite record from the project wait hold on before you say it you just said it's from the project can I just text you what I think you're gonna say okay <laughs> right. that's, that's kind of cool that's kind of cool it's funny because I already I think I know you I think I know too. I want. I want if I could put. <laughs> All right, we'll see. I can't front. Yeah. If I'm right, I'm, I'm a genius. Yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, you got it? Yeah. All right. I know what I think. And too. it's and it's and it's and it is. It's your favorite song from the project. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It's my favorite song from the project. In all seriousness. Oh. And for me, I think the song I like, I, I really love most is uh, God's Hands. Yeah, it's a beautiful God's song. God's Hands with Take Me Back Behind It. Mm. What song did people, you pick? People don't. Because you said well-rounded artist, or you said something of, of that sort, that you might say solid ground. That's a, that is a very good record, I too. But like about that. God's Hands, uh, it's, first of all, let me kind of say, man. I told her after I heard it the first time. She's incredible. I literally said, I was like, yo, you, I was like, yo, I was like, yo, you body this record. <laughs> She's incredible. And that record is just, I really love that record. And Take Me Back as well as another record I love. And it's just records like that, man, where it's like, I think, in short, you've obviously had plenty of records like that, where it's like, you guys are able to show in a way, like, your powers. Your presence is there. The, the, the writing clearly shows through your lyrics and your execution. So that's the four powers right there. And then you think of the flow. You think about that. Just everything about it. Just your pacing. Just how it feels. Yeah. You guys getting it through to the point where it feels like, God damn, this feels like a first take right here. Just mm-hmm. He's just getting it. And it's like, I think that record in particular really stands out to me, man. Like Thank That's you. why it's my favorite. I added it to, to, to the last playlist I released. Wow, 116 and Broadway it's, like, it's right there it's like I think it's my closer and it's just like yeah that record to me is there man appreciate that I love that song with um mine is Jet Blue that's what I was thinking I was going with Jet Blue that's I appreciate that that's what I'm, yo it's so funny that's one of my favorite songs off the project you know, I've been in my laid back bag the last few months I, I, I Mary, 
Mary. Everybody fucks with Mary, but yo, Jet Blue to me, I love Jet yeah, Blue. Yeah, like, Blue. That was a joke. And it was only, and then I'm like, yo, this well, is only. Sticky situation, honey. Yeah. <laughs> once you said that, that was a. Because I told him, I'm a, I'm a one line person. Dude. Yeah, I'm yeah, one really line. One line. I just love the song. Yeah, like, yeah. No matter what else you're saying, like, I'm just waiting for that one line. That's what opened up with that line, so it's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that like, you know, like, oh, he's here. Oh, yeah. Nah, yeah, I love that song. It was just so fun and, like, you could tell, like, I didn't give a fuck, like, what nobody was, was gonna have to say about it. I, I don't know, it's just a certain level of comfortability on that record. And then it got a dope balance. I was trying, yeah, 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 definitely trying to. That's my shit. Let me close my eyes and think of it. You know, and, and, and Oak just said it, man, and it's uh, comfortability, just, I was just talking about reinvention and being secure. It's, I think those are things that are super important to have as an artist, man, because even when we talked earlier, right, when we were talking about, like, the Joe Budden podcast and why we feel so great about that and the partnership with Spotify because of, like, just the realness and everything about it, it eventually wins. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's, I think it's great because, you know, the opposite was seen this week, right? And when you think about folks who may not be the most comfortable right now and not the most consistent... You, I, I clearly think of, and we talked about it last week, but I think of like Nicki Minaj is not being the most comfortable right now oh, and everything. Ah, yep. And it's funny because it's like, I, I, I think about her and I think about a lot of things she's doing. And before we try to psychoanalyze, let's answer this, this question real quick. Yes or no? Wells, do you think there's a method to Nicki's madness right now? Pills. <laughs> That's how you feel? Yeah. High on pills. Last, episode, like, last episode, I was defending her saying. She yeah, you nice. was defending her. She got bars. Trying to go she against my nice. queen and Cardi. She is nice, She's nice. But she's on pills. She's not she nice. Whoever nice. is around her, you need to take them shits away from her. She just Wait, quick question. Why are you saying the pills from her quality of music? No, no. I felt like, you want to know what's crazy? I was saying she was on pills when her and Meek broke up because Meek said how he got heavy on the pills or whatever while they was dating. And it was like, once they broke up, he was like, I stopped or whatever. So and he said this like, I was just, I was like, yeah, the interviews and he kept saying it. I'm like, man, maybe Nicki had him on the pills or whatever. And then Nicki has a song on her album where she names like, oh yeah, them pills or whatever. It don't matter, but she named like two different pills or whatever on the song. So I, that kind of like confirmed it. I was like, oh, okay. Shit. So I just think like she just in her feelings or whatever. And it's basically like when Meek was with her, he was acting crazy on the Twitter and all that. Mm-hmm. On the pills. So I'm just like, that's just me thinking. I Have you wrong. guys seen her like latest actions and stuff? The oh, her run ins with Travis. Yeah. The, the, the well, I didn't see the run. Sunday. I didn't see the run with Travis. Scott. Like the, the Twitter rant on Sunday. She was like upset that his second week sales was high enough that it stopped Queen from debuting number one. She was upset. Yeah, she had yeah, a long rant. I actually listened to Queen Radio, not today, it was like two days ago. Um, and she started off the joint saying, the cocksucker of the week award. Uh, oh, yeah, the whole of the week is Travis Scott. The award goes to Travis Scott or whatever, basically saying, like, what? because he sold merch like, 
Cool. Like bundles, the merch with the album, the album or oh. whatever, and tickets like for his concert or whatever. Yeah. And then he's saying, "Oh," and then Kylie announces that, "Oh, you get to meet her and Baby Stormy backstage or whatever." That's like that's his baby mom. Of course, she's gonna be there. Yeah, like, she's supposed to support so him. But I don't think she. And the crazy thing, I don't think she even said though. that. No, Nikki said that. When he, when I know Nikki said, but I'm saying this even what she was saying, what, what oh, they were doing. But Kylie, what Kylie, what Kylie I don't think Kylie. Yeah, she was just supporting. But what's funny is Nikki did the same thing for Queen. Yeah, she she did both. She's so like closed with um six nine. Yeah, for the feature. She added Nikki on her joint. Yo, which was Um, crazy. And then she tried to buy that. I, I still gonna see it, but they, that's what they. That's what saying. people been, been saying to me too. But what's they funny? It's not they said, they, 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 they said that she she tried to add Fifi. And they did that. I don't think I don't think it's an album. I went to the album. It's not there. I don't see it. Usually they. Would yeah, it's like track. It'll be like track twenty or something. Yeah, but I don't see it. And then she had. Um, damn, I, I heard that she Don, might be stressed. Was it Don? The dude that made the basketball shorts and stuff. He used to roll. Don Don Q. No, Don C. There we go. He did her um her merch or whatever. That shit's stealing. And she sold it for like five ten dollars. Those bundles. Yeah, bro. She was selling for like five ten dollars. Those bundles. Some of the shirts was kind of fire. I mean, I wouldn't wear it to Nikki. Yeah. And then it was fire. The tour, the tour, Future is out the tour for the North American leg because it got moved. And the tour struggling. I feel like she made different dates. No, this date has moved it because apparently the sales are. So low for the so for the tour. Gonna, she's just gonna go to overseas. And then they pushed it back for production and needing to rehearse. And that's another thing too, because a lot of artists when they're going on these tours, a lot of artists a lot of artists are going on these tours and you see like delays this and that. Do do any of us really believe that artists are struggling to sell concert tickets? Some I think definitely. I so. Yeah, definitely. It depends on who you are. Yeah, some people like that's their whole lane, mm-hmm. like more so than their like the actual audio. Um, Somebody brought up that, that festivals maybe getting concerts out of here. Festivals, just because again you got three, four days, you might have spent a couple hundred, but if that gets you a day or two worth of action, and you're gonna be there for thirteen hours. I feel like you just have to know your lane, like, and and take what they give you, so to speak. So. All right, Nikki and Future, they're probably trying to jump in stadiums. It's like they're trying to do arenas. Maybe they y'all not. Arena. Yeah, maybe y'all not stadium status right now. Like Future's been kind of quiet. Future, it's by himself. I don't. Yeah. And at this point, no way he should be doing arenas. His last arena tour was Summer Sixteen with Drake. Yeah, That's the cold headline. Yeah, exactly right. with Drake. Yeah, I think artists, because even with uh, then he tries to drop that, <laughs> like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, fellas. <laughs> I tried to get with it. Tried, people try to sell it to me. 31 days. And it's not like you can get. Made a peep. Like, you like, nah. But I don't drop that before the tour. Yeah, I think it's depending on the artist, and I think a lot of it too is also um. I think a lot of the two is also, I think a lot of artists are trying to perform bigger than what they are. Like, there's nothing wrong, and I've always said that as somebody that's, that's attended concerts, whether it's in stadiums to SOBs or when Webster Hall is open. If you could only do 500 people, 
There's nothing wrong with doing 500 people. That's still lit. Like, one of the most memorable concert experiences I've ever had was, I remember it was almost about two years ago or whatever, I saw Russ perform at Webster Hall. And this was before, this is early on with uh, with his partnership with uh, Columbia Records. Salute to the, to the guys at Columbia that I know. And it was early on, but he was still like on that like independent wave, still performing like the SoundCloud records. Mm-hmm. He's at Webster Hall on the top floor. And I see him rock out Webster Hall, several hundred people for two plus hours off of SoundCloud Records. I saw Kyle back when he was just starting out in the basement of Webster Hall. 200, 300 people rock it out. And now this dude's about to go on his first solo tour. He just finished touring with Logic. It's like, there's no shame in that. If that's what you can do at that time, do it. You still about to get a bag, bro. You get 30 dates. Five hundred something people, and your average tickets like fifty dollars. And you sell merch. And And you sell merch. And you do VIPs. Son, if you don't take that bag, man, and try to do five thousand, they they. That's exactly what I'm thinking. They're killing. They go on all these little shows, mini tours, left and right. Like that girl, like Asian girl. Yep. She does that a lot. Like she'll do like a thirty-day tour and stop chill for like two weeks, and then there'll be another one. And then she has a little pop-up shop in the middle. So Bruh, like do that. Do that. There's that. no shame, man. For as much as, as for as much as the business of, of music always gets discussed, and we talk about shady record labels, execs, three sixty deals, and all that stuff, there has to come a time too where it's like artists, we got to talk about you guys getting in the way. If, if, if there's a logical opportunity for you, and Shorts, I actually want to pass this to you as somebody that got own merch, performs, been able to distribute your own merch, like, there's a common point where if you're able to do it and it's right, just do it because as long as you do it, it should get to a point where you're going to get to the next level instead of just getting in your own way. Like, I just hated that man, and it, it, it caught my it caught my eye. It caught my eye about that, and even just to go back to Nikki, like I heard that she might be stressed because her and Universal might part ways. Yeah, I didn't hear that. That's they might that. part ways, and apparently she was gonna get a huge, huge bag if she went number one. I heard that this was oh her wow last, her last album for Cash One too. Yeah. Yeah, the cash, that whole cash, they gotta be. They going on eight plus years of being on on that, under that deal. Yeah, no, Unless Drake lied, Drake said on the album, he's out of the deal. I don't know, academics confirmed Yeah, he's out of the deal and yeah, he's gonna get. Yeah, Wayne's been out. Cause Universal said, we'll take care of that. We'll give you your money and get you out of cash money. Now Berman is still in Really? Drake's projected, I think, to get, depending on the label, they said for one, he has another album to come with the label. Cash money? No. Oh. Universal or anybody else. And he's projected to get at least 20 million, 20, 30 million just off of that next album or whatever deal. He might even do some exclusive stuff. Like, he might pull off a chance times 100 with Apple Music. Because I think Apple Music re-upped on him. Because he had a period where he was releasing certain records and he wasn't making it Apple exclusive at first. And he's been back to that. 
so they might have re-upped or something. But this music business thing is always interesting to read about and see how these guys are. It, it, it really is to me. It really is. I even heard people recently uh, elaborate more on why the 360 is actually not a bad deal. That 360 might not be a bad deal. I'm still trying to read up on it. Nah. Whoa. <laughs> shout out to Young Dolph who had that video with the contract. I don't know if you saw it. He was like, man. Yeah, he's like, I've been thinking about it, man. I'll go with the 22 million. Well, I say, F the 22 million. Man, F that 22 million. And he threw the contract on the car and walked away. Yeah, that's the thing. How do you, how do you think, or how do you see yourself as you guys continue going along, man, and making this great progress? Have you already thought about, all right, how are we going to move and maneuver in case a deal or deals come on the table? Or do you want to maintain your independence and keep it like that and get the bags on your own? No middleman, no, oh, this and that, no secret stuff. I've thought about both, um, both options, and then I then I say to myself like, yo, when that time comes, I'll know what feels right. Cause if, if you got labels coming at you, you're doing something right. You're doing something right, and then it's like you yeah. you have to ask yourself like, no fun. Like even if you have to take out a loan, that's when you stop. You like, nah, these niggas coming at me. Like I can make this push by myself. Doing it, yeah. like you, you figure it out. But I mean, if it's just some kind of crazy deal that makes sense to you, then then you go with that. If you want. Anything that makes sense. Yeah. You also don't want to miss on your window, though. That's what I'm right, saying. right, right. We know you with this game, like, nigga, if you hot, nigga, well, it's hot. For real. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to miss on your window. Yeah. That's one that has. That has some dude try to try to um try to make a logo for like small circle. I want to sign a contract for it. And then he's like, yeah, um, I know you guys don't have nothing right now, but like, in the future, when you start doing something, I'm like, need a percentage, blah, blah. I was like, what? Is Bro, yeah. then I even had to, sign, I had to sign a paper to view the image or whatever, saying what? that. You won't steal I, it. Yeah, I won't steal it just because I viewed it or whatever. I viewed it, it was trash. So, <laughs> it was trash, but it was like, but it was just like people just try like to read, just yeah, find a way, and it's like, and they come up like mad genuine too, and then it's like once you get there, and then it's like, oh yeah, but this and that, and like, ah, sleeves bucket. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I've enjoyed independence, for real. Like even even before the podcast, like which is a, another form of independence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like with what I do with the, with the sports writing, I've enjoyed being independent and running my own stuff. It's where if I do do stuff with other platforms, I look at it more as like a partnership. Like, are right, you giving me a platform, to, a bigger platform to write on, but at the same time, I'm giving you this work. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be an exchange because at the end of the day, I don't wanna give up my freedom, my creativity just to be under your house. Right. You know, I want to be able to move and do what I want to do. And so far as work, like, I, I, I think about my dreams being a sports writer. I think about the fact that like, yo, I had a stretch where I was able to work hand in hand with Slam Magazine and nothing was compromised. Or what I do now with USA Today, nothing's been compromised. And yeah, I can still run my own thing. And 
actually at times get paid and get access to this and that. And that's what I want for the podcast as well. But like we're gonna get in those opportunities, but you don't want your creativity, you don't want your integrity to be compromised just because it's green. Like right? money doesn't mean everything, man. It's nice, but it doesn't mean everything. Every dollar ain't a good dollar, man. And before we wrap up, I got a confession to make. <laughs> I got a confession. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got a confession to make. I'm serious. <laughs> what is about to happen? Flashback, 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 flashback. Or take me back, take me back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 2003. Right. I won't go back. Young and on the south side of Yonkers, man. Elementary school, Claude Gibran. Remember talking to all the kids all the time, man. I was a huge 50 Cent fan. And I definitely helped, you know, bury what was Jabu. And listen, listen, I'm still going. And I gotta say, man, when I when I watched the VMAs and saw Jabu go on stage, I recognized, man, I felt guilty. Cause I said, yo, my dude really had hits, son. He had hits. He was really that dude before that whole beef, man. So I just want to say this top, this part of the show is Ja Rule appreciation time yeah. of the show. Ja. What up? every little thing that we do. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I played New York a thousand times during the summer of 2004. All those people in Slow Bombs knew about me. I played that song so many times. I got all niggas, all niggas. I'm from New York. Ja, if, if rap had a Hall of Fame, Ja Rule would have to be in the Rap Hall of Fame, right? Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah. He would have to be. Nah, come on, besides that. Come on, man. Besides that, though. Because what would we Where would we classify Ja's run? Will we go 99 to 04, 03? What was the uh, time of death before 50? I think it's last New York. New York. So, 99 to 04, or 98, did Rue start popping in 98? No, no. What was it, 99? 99. With Murder, Inc.? Yeah. 98, 99? 99. What year was that, um, that whole joint? That's what I was thinking. I don't think that was 99, I think. I think that was for, like, professors. But yeah, it's this job, really, and you know this, too, man, like, on the low, job helped birth like a generation of rapper singers mm. folks who understood the melodies job for me not think about it as a seven eight year old might have been could have possibly been the first rapper i saw who successfully made pop records who just had that vibe that that kill like i think about those collaborations with j-lo and he bodied those records, dude. He was the first Fetty. The first Fetty. Yo, that's actually. First Fetty, the first Nelly. Yeah. And that's even crazy thing because Nelly popped off. Nelly. Country Grandma. Nelly really been around for 18 years? That's crazy. Fifth killed him and then took his staff. Yo, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say the whole singing and rap. Yeah. Speaking wow. of style, remember that record for the massacre? God gave me style. God gave me grace. God gave me style. God gave me grace. Fifty didn't do a better job. Not think about it. Fifty didn't do a better job. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Yeah, 
just about to say 20 or right. the John Wooden record. 20, yeah, that was. But yeah, I think even when I think on some of those records now, 50 just wasn't able to do it better than Ja. There were big hits, but when I think about uh, Put It On Me, just some of those extra records, man, like my mind's blanking. What? Yeah, it is. I don't know about that. Yeah, I was gonna say I think Fifty Voice might be better. That's why I got away with it. I feel like like that raspy singing shit. With the singing per se, it might be Ja, but overall, like Fifty Voice is dope. Yeah, I don't want to just listen to Ja rap. Nah, that's facts. So, all right. So, if it came down to it, let's play a little game. In their prime, in terms of you need. That big record in terms of whatever it is, fifty year job. In their prime? In their prime. Yeah. In their prime, in their time period? Like in their prime, like at their best, peaking their powers. It doesn't either or it doesn't matter. Like, I'm saying you gotta pick. <laughs> no, you can't it's no there's no, literally no bad pick. Pick a stop! <laughs> I'm gonna go with fifty. I'm gonna go with Because I got a do rap on right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm going fifty two. I'm going fifty two, it's just <laughs> What was John Wu talking to you? Hey man, I can do both. Both can be true. Yeah, you want to put a vest on. You want to put a bulletproof vest on. Of course, man. Like, man, I do too. man. Since, uh, since I'm in, since I'm in memory, since I'm in a uh, memory mode, shout out to my dude James Cruz, man, who in fifth grade gave me a blank disc of what was Get Rich or Die Trying. He was the tallest, biggest kid on the block in the school. Changed my life. If it wasn't for that, it was it was the bootleggers and Getty Square who used to hold me down. All of that, but he gave me that CD, begged for mercy. But Ja was hidden. You know, it's so funny too. Now I think about it. Remember Young Fabulous when he had those records with Lil Mo yeah, and with J Lo. F A B O L O U S. And he just go in. Mm-hmm. Man, early two thousands was a good time, man. And it is crazy to think like a lot of these dudes are up fifteen years and going. Yeah, still you know, I, was, I was thinking about as we were speaking. Um, the game when I first heard when I heard Game's first album like that sh- that shit was he brought the West he really brought the West back was West Side Story the sh- intro to the documentary dun 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 East Side West and it took a look in my eye it's in the gangsters and I die from what song what song if that's an intro that gotta go down as one of the greatest intros in the last twenty years seriously. That's a heck of an intro. That is a heck of an intro by game. I'm probably wrong, but it's something about it as an intro feel to me. And you just think about that, that's nuts. Uh, another question. I guess it says intro to documentary and West Side Story was number two. I'm counting it. Epic. Hey. Yes. Yes. All right, here's another one, right? Rapping wise. So this is a popular one that I saw in the timeline. Rapping wise, straight bars. I've seen this be contested, and I've seen this be in a landslide. Either side, either or. Fifty or Rick Ross. Fifty. Wait, what are we talking about? This oh, rapping. Just, rapping. Yeah. Honestly, I think I'm leaning towards Ross. I'm gonna go for Ross. Ross got some shit. I don't know, man. I think Ross is. I don't think I think the way he paints the picture. Ross will set the table for you. It's preference. Because fifty will set the table for you too on some gangster shit too. Yeah, you fell with that strap. <laughs> like, like he'll paint that. That's true. Um, like, oh shit. shit but then Ross with his son, like, 
Lamborghini dolls all up in the Santorini, huh? Like, yeah. just the way he puts it together, man. Nah, his, his production, his, yeah. How many rappers you think, well, you think you think you could count on both hands or whatever you, that you can say has a better ear than Ross when it comes to production? Mm. I think it's a very small list. Who has a better uh, who, ear for production? Who you going with? I would like, who you going with better? Oh, I know. I don't know. Who? Go ahead. In terms of better, I, don't, I honestly don't know. I'm going Kanye off rip. Which Kanye we going? Which Kanye we talking about? It don't matter. That man, listen. Yo, let me ask you something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Trap. And we talked about how Travis' discography over the last three years. It's elite. I even said it's, it's better than my boy's discography over the last few years. His discography is better than Drake's discography over the last few years. Those projects. For the most part, yeah, but you, we all know how, how much I hate Dan. But I always said that though. I always said Kenny's wakes makes way better albums. Kenny makes yeah. Kenny makes Oscar-winning movie type albums, and Drake makes the movies that win some of blockbusters. Kenny Drake's like the, the Rock. Days, Drake makes yeah, Drake is like the Rock to Kendrick's. I don't know Denzel Washington or something. <laughs> Whoever's a great Oscar-winning. Mm-hmm. Actor, Kenny, Kenny's the Oscar-winning actor. Drake is the summer blockbuster, Nickelodeon, Nick Awards winner. Like, and it's clear as day, right? Yeah, it's clear as day when you see that. I like. I try again, man. I'm not a stan, bro. I'm a fan. I'm not a stan. I, I don't. I do not rock with stands, bro. And oh yeah, man. This weekend I gotta rest my voice because you know where I be at on Monday night. Karaoke. I'll be at the garden. Oh. I'll be at. Oh, I'm gonna be doing karaoke, all right? Y'all laughing. I'm gonna be at the karaoke, all right? I'm gonna be doing karaoke, all right, at that Drake concert. That's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, because I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna be doing karaoke at that Drake concert. Are you in there? Yep. Nice, nice, nice. What? I'm going to the Mirage. I said, yo, can I buy that off you, bro? Like, nigga's trying to sell it. I said, nah, I'll take that. Or, I'm gonna make sure my voice is right. And if she's gone, they're going for some bread. They're probably going. How much you pay for your ticket? I paid 90. Oh, man. It's crazy. Yeah, but the 59 joint sold out. I said, ASAP. ASAP. Somebody sent me the link to the day party and I looked at it. Drake posted it. Sold out, sold out, sold out. It was sold out. The fifty dollars, sixty dollars tickets was sold out in like three minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? Drake, Drake, uh, Drake being there and then Virgil DJ. Yeah. And like, oh, is that the thing in Brooklyn? Yeah. yeah. Um, they bodied that shit. <laughs> they already bodied it. Like that ass, that, that, yeah, that ass, they already bodied it. Cause what's funny is like I don't even think it's them. I think it's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's still tickets, but they're expensive. Investment. <laughs> <laughs> I, I seen Jones for like one fifteen or something. Yeah, I'm like, yo, they're going yeah, crazy. Yeah, wow. For to get inside the party, there's nothing guaranteed. Like, you don't get a drink. With Side note, like they not offering nothing for free with that much money. Side note, random. random. You know they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Random, but uh, I hit up Dykeman two times last week. Nice. I haven't been down there all summer, man. I forgot I how much I forgot how much weed smoke is in the air. <laughs> so they're still playing down there? 
Yeah, I was at that. Yeah, I caught the. I caught the. I caught the Thursday. I caught both games that were hosted by Slam. Shout out to the Ching man. The Ching get to it like a dancer, but the oh, weed. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot. And of course, I happened to be in the weed section. Yeah. Saturday, these dudes just like intensified their weed smoke as the game was going on. It was like the more dunks, the more weed. I almost got sick. Yeah. Oh, but I didn't let it stop me. <laughs> I almost got sick, but it didn't stop me. It was great, man. It was a beautiful occasion, great games and stuff, great vibes, great everything, man. But for real, and the weather was nice yesterday too, right? Yeah, and the weather was great Saturday. I might, I might have to hit up Dyke tonight. There's some good games going on tonight before the playoffs end. But yeah, man, that is episode forty-eight of Four Side Wills. Anything yeah, yeah, we're yeah. forgetting? Anything you want to shout out? Anything we should look for? Will we be in a fest this Saturday? Mm. Speaking of Wayne, speaking of Wayne, real quick, real quick, did you see the picture of him at a uh, at Two Chains Wedding? You gonna talk about my son Dreads? I'm about to ask you. Was good. Oh, I knew he was fucked up. Is he losing hair? Nah, I heard he wanted to do like the whole like real Rastafari and like that's how they, they lock their dreads together and make like one dread. I was I was a little concerned. That's why I asked. I don't know. I think I I asked if he can cut it. Somebody said we can get it back like to the regular dreads. But yeah, it looks horrible though. The fest is going home. down. <laughs> okay, fest is going down. Yeah, that's about us. That's about it. My boy, my boy DJ's birthday just passed. I'm celebrating that this week. Word. Oh, was, it, was he the one that you posted on your story? Yeah. Happy belated to him. You know what I'm saying? Happy beach. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And for you guys, man, old shorts. Let the people know, man, what to expect, where they can find you, all of that good stuff. Um, right now we're um, we're actually working on a Black Vanity compilation. Hey, um, Shorts and I met yesterday. We was we was talking about it and listening to some of the things we got lined up, going back and forth, um, debating, so to speak. Um, but just just the you know, not we're not we're not knee deep in it yet, but we, we, we you know we figuring it out. Um, so there's that. Obviously, we're we're gonna continue to push our projects. I have the uh, Oakland album out. Shorts has the. Long story short, check both of that out. Um, yes. Two solid projects, um, just good listens. Pretty two like, solid projects. Like even though very good projects. There, sorry, sorry to interrupt. There's definitely some depth. Like like there's you know they're somewhat lengthy, but when on the, on the ears they're not really lengthy. Like you get through them easy, which is pretty dope too. Um, so you know we recommend that, and then of course check our videos out. Uh, we got Black Bandit Network. Check YouTube out. Um, we're trying to consistently feed the people there too on that right. platform. Yeah, we're approaching an hour worth of footage uh, mm-hmm. on YouTube. That's dope. Word, word, word. I can't wait to hear yeah, when we get there. That's going to be a dope little accomplishment. The might not be right, but the work is there. So yep. Word. Mm-hmm. So, um, Salute to y'all, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm proud of y'all. Thank you, bro. I really am proud Thank of y'all. I'm the feeling is mutual, by the way, bro. Right, bro. Yeah, appreciate it. I respect that, what you do. We, we appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, yeah, for we, we, we try, man. We just here, man. We just trying to get it back. Trying to get back to the <laughs> We don't got nothing to get, but... Nah. <laughs> oh, no, we got something to get. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> playing, <laughs> But yeah, real talk, man. Thank you guys for listening for episode 48 of Foresight. Make sure you guys review us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Follow us on Instagram, at Pod. As you know, man, we've been cooking up. We got things to go, man. Make sure you guys have a good 
finish to your summer. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy your company. And of course, man, when you throw your hat in the sky and enjoy your vibes and time, make sure you have it up, man. Free the guys up there. You already know what it is, man. In the words of the legend himself, Bobby. Ah, ah, ah. I'll talk to you guys next time.